Well, the Lord says new blessings my way. And he does it over and over and over again. Come on, y'all. Talking about the Lord now. Father God, we pray for Pastor Pointer as he is celebrating 25 yes, years. God, hallelujah, God, 25 Jesus. years in ministry, 25 years of praying for yes, us. Yes, God, hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Father God, we just thank you for him and First Lady right now in the name of Jesus. In Lord. Jesus' yes. name. We pray for the preacher of the hour, Father God, that you will give him strength, Father God, that you yes, will lead God. him, guide him, and direct him. Father for your glory, God. God. Cover your angels around him. Yes, Release all anxiety. Any in type Jesus' of fear, Father name. God, just keep him and let him bring forth the word that we need to hear today, yes. Father God. We thank you for each and every person that's either online or yes, in church God, in, person, in the name Father of God. Jesus. We thank you for them. We ask that you would just bless them from the yes, crown of their God. heads to the soles of their feet, Father bless God. Them. And then, God, if we had 10,000 tongues, we wouldn't be able to say thank you enough. Yes, but Lord, God, we, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Sometimes when you don't have nothing else to say, all you can do is say thank you and lift your hands and say thank you, God. Thank you, God. So, God, we just thank you for who you are, who you have been, and who you will be to us. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to sing praises to our God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
We sing the praises to our King, for He is the King of Kings. We sing the praises to our King, for He's the King of Kings. We sing the praises to our King, for He is the King of Kings. We sing the praises to our King, for He's the King of Kings. Give Him glory, give Him glory, for He, for he is the King. Give Him glory, for He, for he is the King of Kings. Give him glory, for he, for he is the king. Oh, give him glory, for he, for he is the king of kings. We sing, we sing the praises to our king, for he is the king of kings. We sing the praises to our king, for he is the king of kings. We sing the praises to our king, for he is the king of kings. We sing the praises to our king. For he's the king of kings. Give him glory. For he is a king. Give him glory. For he's the king of kings. Give him glory. For he is a king. Give him glory. For he's the king of kings. We sing. We sing the praises to our king. For he is the king of kings. We sing the praises to our King, for He's the King of Kings. We sing the praises to our King, for He is the King of Kings. We sing the praises to our King, for He's the King of Kings. Give Him glory, for He, for He is the King. Give Him glory, for He's the King of Kings. Give Him glory. For he is the king, give him glory. For he is the king of kings. One more time, we sing the praises to our king. For he is the king of kings. We sing the praises to our king. For he is the king of kings. We sing the praises to our king. For he is the king of kings. We sing the praises to our king. For he is the king of kings. Give him glory.
bless your name, God. We bow before you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah, Jesus, your sovereign. It's nothing like falling in love with Jesus. Today, we praising and we thanking God for a past and first lady in this house. 25 years. Hallelujah. That's no easy feat. When you got those who are supposed to try to be on the line and in the army for God and they fall so quickly. But God has allowed the leaders of this house, the angels of this house to stick and stay for such a time as this. We love them and we bless them. And so we wanted to be a blessing to them. Praise God. Hallelujah. And be able to put his thing song together today. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Falling in love with Jesus. Oh, falling in love with Jesus. Oh, falling in love with Jesus. It's the best thing. I've ever, ever done. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless God with me. Falling in love. Falling in love. With Jesus. With Jesus. Whoa, I'm falling. Falling in love. Nothing like you, God. But I'm falling in Never turn away, I'm falling, falling in love. 
if I'm going too fast, please pray for me. But we also have the uh, ways also scrolling at the bottom of your screen for those of us who are watching online. First one of the ways, if you're in the building today, we have three baskets, hallelujah. The first basket is going to be for the church where we could be a blessing to the house of God, where, house, where God dwells in this place, hallelujah. The second basket is the blue basket. That's for our pastor, praise the Lord. The Lord wants you to be able to be a blessing so that you would be able to put what's on your heart. Hallelujah. And keep an understanding. Pastor is always, always on the forefront for us. So we want to honor the man of God today. The third basket with the red ribbon around the hallelujah is for the speaker of the hour, our own Reverend Pointer. Praise God. He has a sure word that he's going to give to us today. So we want to be a blessing to him and his family. For those of us who are online watching, you can simply download the Ministry One app from your smartphone, found in your Play Store or your App Store. You can also give and see the services and watch upcoming events that's taking place. Hallelujah. So it's so much you can glean from our Ministry at One Store. You can also give by simply texting the word GIVE, G-I-V-E, to the number 267 five zero zero eight one two two praise the lord there's another way that we could give if you simply go to abyssiniumbc.com and click on the online giving button in the top right hand corner you can also drop off your tithes and offerings right here to our church at 4210 germantown avenue where our stewards will be more than able and willing to take and receive your blessing for the house of god there's also another way that you can give towards our pastor, and he has his own cash app. It's dollar sign point two four one. That's dollar sign point two four one. Also, our reverend of the hour that's going to be speaking, he also has a cash app if you want to be able to be a blessing that way. And that's dollar sign point blank one one two. We praise God and hope that you enjoy the service today and get ready and seat up so that God can bless you in a special way. And now we'll have our own Sister Danielle Ford and come with some announcements. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Good morning, ABC. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, first announcement, I want to come before you guys to let you know that Deacon Plez is in Einstein Hospital. Um, just to let you guys know, because if you haven't, you know, he's always here, but he's in Einstein Hospital at this moment. Um, also, I'm coming before you to let you know that this Thursday will be women's and men's class. Um, the women's class, we will have, we'll use the church link for class and for men's class. Reverend Pointer will send out the link to the guys to let them know what um to let them know what need to use. Thank you so much and have a Praise the Lord. Isn't God good this morning? 
Ah, come on, let's give him some glory this morning because he's worthy this morning of all the honor. Hallelujah, we're celebrating our pastor's 25th and first lady anniversary. Woo, glory to God, I stand in awe. That is so awesome, awesome. I just wanna say to my pastor and first lady, happy, happy anniversary. Praise God. Uh, I have the task of saluting you this morning. Praise God. You and First Lady, I, I just honor you. I curse to you this morning. I bow. Praise the Lord because the Lord is awesome. Pastor, praise God. First Lady, people say one person can't make a difference in the world. But I beg the difference. That isn't true. Pastor, First Lady, in an age of declining church attendance, your hard work and dedication to me and to this congregation has been a breath of fresh air, praise God. I need you all to exhale and inhale. <sighs> Woo, glory. Mm, because I have, and I know we have, seen the difference you made in the lives of those around you. Pastor, you and First Lady, you are a man and she's a, a, a woman of God with a big heart and a deep compassion for God's people. You guys are swift to hear, mm, but what I love about you, you're slow to criticize. Ah, glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It is with great humility that I thank you for keeping this church spiritually healthy for yet another year. Your faithfulness to deliver the gospel message in a manner that's giving direction to each of us as well as leading the lost to Christ. While ministering to the challenge and the struggles that life has given us, has thrown at us, you have given us the word of God to help us to overcome those challenges and those struggles. Hallelujah. And the loss that we have experienced, the sadness, the brokenheartedness, those people that are in dark places. You have spoken a word of God to them to bring light and live into their life. Pastor Romans 10 and 15 says, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Praise God. Pastor, today, First Lady, today, I honor you. I honor you. I honor you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You are a man, and First Lady, you are a woman who so honestly seeks to serve the Lord with all your heart. Ha, in a time like this, you, you think it's not robbery to seek God for God's people. Your dedication and de dedication walk with God has been such an, an example to all of us. As you have faithfully led us these past 25 years. Ah, glory, glory. What leadership, what leadership. Pastor, you and First Lady empathize the true meaning of being a faithful servant of God. So as we celebrate your 25th church anniversary, I just want to thank you for your natacity and your perseverance through the years. Pastor, we love you. 
we honor you. We thank God for you. We reverence you. Praise God this morning because you're worthy. You're worthy of all the praise. You're worthy of all the honor. Uh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Let's give God some praise for the man of God he has placed in this house. Uh, uh, let's honor God today. God is worthy. He's worthy of the glory. He's worthy of the honor. Praise God. We can do better than that. Let's give the Lord some praise. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. God has made a way out of nowhere. He's worthy. You made a way out of nowhere. We salute you on 25 years. Amen. Amen. I was 15 coming here. Amen. 15. I couldn't even drive yet. Amen. But God has still kept you. Amen. Uh, the number 25 stands for grace upon grace. God has graced you. He's blessed you. It's my allergies. That's what it is. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord some praise one more time. Amen. Uh, Y'all know I always cry every time. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I know I heard you, uh, honey. Amen. <laughs> Amen. If you have your Bibles, because we want to be a blessing to our pastor. Amen. Through the word. Amen. As well as everyone in attendance. Amen. If you have your Bibles, and I know that we do, I ask that you would meet me at the book of Mark. Chapter 10, beginning at verse 28. And I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Mark chapter 10. Uh, beginning at verse 28. When you get there, say amen. If you need a minute, say, hold on, wait a minute. I don't know if that was or wasn't, so I'll give you extra 15 seconds. Amen. Those that are watching, you can simply just, the verse will be right here on your screen. Amen. Mark chapter 10, beginning at verse 28, and it reads, Then Peter began to speak up. We've given up everything to follow you. Yes. Jesus replied, and I assure you that everyone who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or property for my sake and for the good news will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property along with persecution and in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. Let me read that again. I got through it. Then Peter began to speak up. We've given up everything to follow you, he said. Yes, Jesus replied, and I assure you that everyone who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother 
or father or children or property for my sake and for the good news will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property along with persecution. And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. If I could tag this text uh, this morning, this sermon, it will be called Rewards for Your Faithfulness. Rewards for Your Faithfulness. This is going to encourage everybody. There's a reward for us being faithful through thick and thin. Have you ever come to a place and asked yourself, is, really, is it really worth it following Jesus Christ? Have you ever compared your possessions of what you have with those in the world may have and what they receive? Have you ever looked around and seen people devoting their lives to the pleasures of this world? And to be honest, it seems like some of them are having a pretty good time. Amen, somebody. They're living well. They have plenty of money. Uh, they travel. They drive nice cars. Uh, their play money or even throw money is more than what many of us make in a whole year. Amen, somebody. You look at them and think, maybe if uh, uh, I, I didn't follow Jesus as much, maybe I could have some of those things. Or maybe if, Pastor, I watered down my preaching and stopped preaching truth and maybe preach prosperity. Or rather, preach the word and, or speak more motivational type of sermons. Amen. Maybe I could have all the desires that I really want. Amen. Maybe if I didn't give my tithes and just give a little bit just to make me feel good, I could have more money in my pocket. Amen. And if it, maybe if I wasn't involved so much in church, I would be able to have my weekends free to do whatever I wanted to do. Amen. And if you've never asked yourself this question, it might very well be maybe you haven't been fully committed to Jesus Christ. Because in order to follow Christ, it's going to take sacrifice. Jesus calls for us to turn from sin and what the world has to offer. And he says, no one can be my disciple who does not give up his own possessions. We can't love the world and Jesus Christ at the same time. There are requirements for all who follow Christ. But even those of us who seek to follow him fully face times when we wonder, did I make a mistake to give up everything to follow Jesus Christ? And maybe if you haven't asked yourself this question once again, maybe you need to start 69 because there are times in your lives, did I make the right decision? Because since I said I'm going to commit to Jesus, it seems like all hell has broken loose in my life. But I'm here to tell you, Jesus is the best decision that you could ever make. Amen. And contextually in Mark chapter 10, Peter was looking for some reassurance concerning his and the disciples' commitment to Jesus Christ. The disciples had just heard Jesus tell the rich young ruler to sell everything, give money to the poor and follow him, and he would have the treasures of his heart. 
And here's the thing. Jesus wasn't against the rich man having money, but he knew that the money had the rich man. Amen, somebody. Jesus is trying to teach us that we can't put possessions, we can't put people or our purpose in front of him. Amen. Jesus knew that this man, the rich man, loved his things more than the Savior. And after hearing this, uh, Peter uh, spoke up and said, watching as the man walked away sorrowly, he said, behold, we have left our homes. We have left everything to follow you. The idea of left is that they had a sense that they sent everything away. They gave up. They abandoned it all for Jesus Christ. And as a matter in Mark, I mean, excuse me, Matthew chapter 19, verse 27, it really says, he says, Lord, what is it for us? We've, we've given up everything. God, what is it in for? What is it for me? What benefit or blessing do I get from this? Amen. And before we criticize Peter for speaking out, many of us have had this question. We've asked ourselves, following Jesus, what is it in for me? What, what benefit do I get? What reward do I get for following Jesus Christ? Is it really worth it to make the sacrifices that I make? Is it really worth it to come out to Bible study? Is it really worth it to come out to rehearsal? Is it really worth it to, pray, to come on Sundays? Is it really worth it to give up everything to follow Jesus Christ? Jesus hears his question and doesn't rebuke Peter, amen, somebody, but rather answers him gracefully. Jesus knew that Peter needed some assurance. Jesus knew that all of us have given up the pursuit of worldly things in order to follow Jesus Christ, and he just wanted to give us some blessed assurance, amen, somebody, to let us know that our labor is not in vain. And that's good news, isn't it, to know that all the work that you're doing is going to pay off in the end. Amen. And we all need some type of assurance confirming that Jesus is the best decision that we could ever make. Amen, somebody. Pastor and first lady, for 25 years, you have invested your time. You were accessible. You were approachable and available. Amen, somebody. You were accessible. People can call you at any time if there's a problem. Amen. You were approachable. We could come and talk to you. Amen. And you were also available. You invested your time, but not only your time, but you invested your talent. Preaching and teaching and counseling. Amen, somebody. But not only that, but you've also invested your treasure. Your ties and offerings amen and the reason why sometimes i get emotional is because i see behind the scenes pastor and first lady sacrificing so much where times where the they the offering they can't even they won't even take the offering so the church can make sure that it has the bills being paid amen somebody many of us if with if the job said excuse me i'm not going to pay you right now because we got to take care of the bills we would be upset wouldn't we I need my money when I need it, but I see beyond this, beyond uh, what we don't see, and they sacrifice, amen, their, their treasure above and beyond, amen. And I just want to let you know that God is indeed going to give you a return on an investment, amen, on your investment. 
not just pastor and first lady, but everyone who sacrifices and invests in following the Lord, God says he will indeed give you an ROI. That's a return on investment. In the corporate world, that means it's a performance measure that is used to evaluate efficiency and profitability of an investment or compare the efficiency of a number of different investments. ROI tries to directly measure the amount of return on a particular investment. That's what the world, the world says that if I invest in this, then I should expect this in return. Amen. And we could do the same thing spiritually. Amen. Our investment that we put in kingdom building, we can expect an ROI, a return on our investment. Dr. Tony Evans says that spiritual investments are like any earthly situation. You'll want to invest in such a way that it brings you the greatest return on investment. And the truth is what you do here on earth will play a large part in what you enjoy in heaven. Amen, somebody. You, what you do right now is going to be an R, it's going to be an ROI in heaven. How you act and treat people now is going to be a return on investment in heaven. Amen, somebody. If I'm stingy here, guess what? Maybe I not, might not get as much as I once should have gotten if I was generous. Amen. In addition, it says oftentimes we'll produce fruit right down here on earth as well. That's a double return. I'm so glad that God, the blessing, will get blessed here as well as in heaven. Amen. And when we invest in advancing God's kingdom, here on earth, what we're doing is thinking future orientated mindset, laying up our treasures in heaven where moss and rust do not destroy and where thieves can't break in and steal. Amen, somebody. I don't know about you, but you ever had something stolen from you? I was talking to someone yesterday and, and they said a few days ago they had someone broke into their car and stole only three dollars. Now it was their money. But doesn't you feel don't you feel violated when your treasure is it? You have it thought you have it secured. Somebody goes in and tries to or steals it from you. But I'm so glad that our our, our spiritual investments, nobody can touch that. God has his hand on it. And all we got to do is know that nobody can take it out of his hand. So when you invest your time and your talent and your treasure in the eternal, your investments have a divine return. There's three things that we see here when Peter asked the question, when didn't we give up everything? What is it in for us? What, what, what do we get in return? Three things that Jesus responds that we will receive when we make a decision to follow Jesus Christ fully. Amen, somebody. Because you can half-heartedly, sometimes some of us try to half-heartedly follow Jesus Christ. Amen. We try to play both sides of the fence. We have one foot in the world and one foot in the church. Amen, somebody. And that's why when ser serious situations come, people don't come around you and ask you for their advice or for prayer because you know what? You're playing too much, too much both sides of the fence. Amen, somebody. But when you made a full commitment to follow Jesus Christ, there's three things that you will receive. Number one, it says you will see multiplied blessings in 
this life. Amen. Not just in heaven, but in this life. Pastor, you're going to live to see it happen. Everything that God has given you, you're going to live to see it happen. That's good news for somebody to know that what you're going through, God says you're going to live to see it happen. He's not going to kill you yet. He's not going to take you home. You're going to live to see him bless you. You're going to live to see all of it happen. Meaning that everything that you have sacrificed for the kingdom, you're going to see it happen. He's going to let live to see that your labor was not in vain. Amen, somebody. That's good news to know that not only God is going to show you right here that you're going to see everything that you worked so hard for. Amen. Jesus said that there's no one who has left house or brothers or sisters, mother or father, children or farms for my sake and for the gospel's sake, but that he will receive a hundred times as much now in the present age. Jesus is saying, if you leave all and follow me, there are multiplied blessings that will come your way even on this side of heaven. Meaning that God will bless you more than you even can imagine. Amen, somebody. It says multiplied blessings. Amen. A hundredfold. Amen. Now, I must warn you, that doesn't mean that if I give one house, that God is going to now bless me with a hundred houses. Amen. Because we have a lot of prosperity preach, preaching and people talking foolishness and people giving so much and expecting it to come back. No, that's not what this means. Amen. But it means that if I gave up my house, I gave up my family. Here's what God, God is going to open a hundred more doors for you. Amen. Opportunities to bless you. Amen. If I give somebody food, guess what? God is going to open doors and make sure you have enough on your table as well. Amen. If you take care of God's house, he's going to indeed bless you. Amen. And this is so much more than material possessions. Because many of us equate God's hand on us from blessings that we have. Amen. Material things. And amen. God does want us to have blessings. Amen. Materially. But it's so much more that money just can't buy. Amen. You can have all the money but still have a little or no peace. Amen. I'd rather have peace that surpasses all understanding. Amen. That can keep me. He can also bless you with some patience. And Oh, God, I know I need some patience. Amen, somebody. Many of us, we want it now. Amen. We want a fast food. We have a fast food mentality. I don't feel like waiting. Amen, somebody. That's one of the reasons why I don't like to eat crabs. My wife loves eating crabs, but it takes too much work and time to eat, eat a crab. Amen. I don't have the patience to break it open, to, to do this. and I don't have time for Somebody knows what I'm talking about. I need to have it right now. But she has the patience. Amen, honey. <laughs> she has the patience. And many of us treat God that same way. We don't want to wait. We want it right now. Amen. And when he takes too long, we sometimes try to abort ship. But guess what? The same problem is going to follow you everywhere you go. Because you got to learn some patience. God gives you peace. He gives you patience. But he also gives you joy unspeakable. 
That means you can have joy in the midst of everything that's going on in your life. Amen. But it's not just material things. It's also spiritual. And it says that uh, not only, number one, will you receive multiple blessings on this side. Here's another thing that God says. We will also receive persecutions. Amen. I didn't expect a lot of many amens on that part. Jesus never hid the fact of persecution for following him. As a matter of fact, he said, in this world, you shall have tribulation. He pretty much leads the Beatitudes. His first sermon, he, he says, blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And that's what Jesus was saying. Expect persecutions when you follow me. Amen, somebody. Expect it. Don't be shocked. Expect it. And this phrase is like an addendum. One, most of us wish Jesus didn't add. We wish he would have said, you know, what? you're going to have multiple blessings on this side. And our third point is going to be eternal life. But many of us wish we had the multiple blessings and the eternal life. But God said, no, you got to have the persecutions with it. Jesus is saying, yes, you will be greatly blessed, but don't forget part of the blessing will come the persecution. See, we love the presence. We love the gifts. We, we love the accolades, don't we? We love it when people give us things. Amen. We love it. Oh, we love it. Amen. And yet it comes as a package deal, persecutions along with it. Amen. It's a package deal. It's a two-piece. Amen. If you ever go to a, a Popeye's and give me two-piece and a biscuit. Amen. You can't have one without the other. Amen. A two-piece. You got to have presence, and you're also going to have persecutions. And this persecution serves several godly purposes. One is evidence that we are saved. Amen. If you weren't receiving any trials and tribulations, then you might need to start 69 and see if you really are saved. Amen. Secondly, God, uh, he does it as it's a means of him molding us to be more like him. And I don't know about you, but I do not like that molding process. Maybe you do. Maybe you like the molding, but I don't like the molding. I don't like it at all. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that he is the potter and we are the clay. And the potter, when he puts the pot, the, the, the clay on the whatever, the stool, whatever, and, it, and it's working and it's working. And then when there's a piece not like it, the potter rips the clay off and throws it on the ground because he has to make sure that he smooths the clay to formulate what his will for it is. May I suggest that many of us, we need to stop kicking and screaming because it's not going to change. God is going to just break off the pieces. He's going to break off that tongue that keeps cussing folk out. He's going to break off the, the, the unforgiving spirit. He's going to break it off. The lion, the cheating, he's going to break off the manipulation and mold it until he gets us to be what he wants us to be. And I don't know about you, but when God has us on that molding table, it, it makes me want to squirm and get off. But he has, when he has his hand on you, it's nothing you can do. You might as well give in to God working 
is doing his thing. Amen. But he molds you, he makes you, he mends you into what he wants us to be. So often we try to be somebody else that God says, that's not what I want you to be. I got to take off the jealousy. Let me break that off. You're trying to be somebody else and I got somebody special. I, you're special. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Too many people want to be preachers and pastors, but do you understand what that entails? If it was up to me, I would have gave up a long time ago. But God in his infinite wisdom, I got to give in not my will, but thy will be done. So I got to stay on the, as he works on me. He, he got to mend my complaining. He got to cut that out. Even when I want to quit, even when I cry, are you finished? Let me keep molding you. So the persecution is evidence that we're saved. Secondly, it's evidence that he's molding us to be more like him. Thirdly, it's proof uh, that the world will be judged. Amen. Don't ever think that the enemy or the world is going to get away. Amen. Uh, one of my favorite shows is off now was How to Get Away with Murder. Amen. And I loved it. I, I, I was so into it each and every week. But, you know, that's something man-made. You know, God is, you cannot sin against God and his people and, and come against his kingdom and expect to get away with it. Amen, somebody. So that's why vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. You can't, he will repay. You, you need to move out of the way. When the enemy comes up against you, you got to say, Lord, help me. Let me get out of the way so God can step in. And work out the situation. Amen. But the fact is, Jesus says that if you're living for him, you will be persecuted. So the first thing we see is that, number one, uh, blessings will be multiplied in this life. Two, we will receive persecutions. Three, and I already gave you third and lastly, we will receive eternal life. And this by far is the greatest out of all the three. Amen. Even though I'm so glad God blesses us with the others, but this one, if I had to pick one, this is the one that I would choose. Amen. Eternal life is the ultimate prize. This is what everyone is looking and hoping for. And when the Bible speaks of eternal life, it refers to a, a gift from God that comes only through Jesus Christ. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And the fact that this life is eternal life indicates that it's a perpetual life. It goes on and on with no end. But it's a mistake to view it just simply as time, but it's also being in God's presence forever. Amen. I can't wait to be just in God's presence with no more pain. No more pressure, no more bills, no, 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 no more COVID, no more, no more disease, no more wearing masks, no, no more. Just to be in his presence. Amen, somebody. And if I could close on this, uh, uh, the rich ruler who I, I, I talked about earlier, amen, 
was seeking eternal life. Amen. And this is so significant because this is a guy who seemed to have everything. He, he, we thought he was happy. He was rich and he was young and he had power. Amen. He had position. But he knew he lacked something. He knew something was missing and he knew that eternal life was necessary for him to be happy. And I can imagine the scene of the rich young ruler being played out as if it was a game show. Uh, remember that show, Deal, oh, excuse me, Let's Make a Deal? With all the angels in heaven as the audience. The young ruler who is the contestant uh, comes with all everything in his hands, his possessions, his power, and his position. And on the outside, that would look appealing. Amen. He got possessions. Anything he wants, he can get. His power, he can. Anything, if I tell you to do something or ask you to do something, I know it's going to get done. But also his position, he's high up where nobody can really even get to him. And he says, and, and behind the curtain, here's what happens. And Jesus says, are you willing to make a trade? To give me everything that's in your hands for what I have behind the curtain. Y'all seen this before. Are you willing to give up your possessions? Are you willing to give up your position? Are you willing to give up your power? All of this for what's behind the curtain. Everything you want. He says everything. You can't see it, but Jesus is saying, I tell you, everything that you ever wanted. Eternal life is behind this curtain. The young man can't see it, what's behind the curtain, but the angels in heaven can. And if you've ever watched the show, people are saying, no, go behind number two, number one, number two, number three. And the angels are rooting them on. I mean, the people are rooting them on. That's the same thing that was going on. The man couldn't see it, but angels of heaven are rooting them on. Choose, choose eternal life. Choose what's behind the curtain. Don't go what's in your hand. But he can't see it. But the angels know that eyes have not seen or ears haven't heard what has not entered into our hearts what God has behind the curtain. So the angels are shouting, take the curtain. Take it. Go behind the curtain. But the rich man walked away sorrowfully. He wasn't willing to give up all that he had to get what was behind the curtain. Until his dismayed angels are saying, no, you're, you're blowing your opportunity. And see, faith is just like that game show. Except it isn't really a, sh a, a show. It's really a reality. Life isn't a game. God wanted us to know that we deserve death, hell, and the grave. But as many as have received him, to them gave he power to become the sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Jesus is saying that for the wages of sin is death. You're supposed to die. But the gift of God. But God's grace. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And I don't know about you, but choosing Jesus Christ was the best thing that I could have ever done. Even if I don't see it. Even if I don't like it, giving up my possessions is far worth it for eternal life. 
And all I'm here to tell you is that your labor is not in vain. You indeed get rewards for your faithfulness. Amen, somebody. I heard the Bible says that when the praises go up, the blessings indeed come down. Will you praise God for your blessings right now? For what he's given you. He's given us a pastor and first lady. We thank God for you, for being faithful, for being available, and for being teachable. Let's give the Lord some praise. He's worthy to be praised. You will indeed get rewards for your faithfulness. And this isn't just a pastor and first lady thing. This is all of us thing. Your labor, what's in it for us? God says, I'm going to give you multiple blessings on this side. Persecutions, but also in eternal life. Money can't buy that. Your possessions are going to wear out. Money can't fill every void. People can have money, but still out of their minds. Amen. Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can get to my Father in heaven except through me. This first call, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, would you please come? For those that are watching, just say on there, I, I need to be saved for those that are watching. And guess what? God can save you right where you are. While you're in your car, while you're watching on TV, maybe at home, watching on your phone, God can meet you right where you are. Will you say, Lord, I know that I'm a sinner and I cannot save myself. I accept you, Lord Jesus, to come into my life and save me. Will you come? God is worthy. He, he loved you that much that while we were yet sinners, he died. Amen. Maybe you're still debating and contemplating giving your life to Christ. But I'm going to say this. Time is short. Life is but a vapor. Uh, one minute you're here, one minute you're gone. Here's the thing. I would take my little faith and say, Lord, I'm going to trust you. I may not understand it, but that's, that's fine. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. It's a faith walk, not a sight walk. Amen. You not only that, you, maybe you're saved, but secondly, you don't have a church home. The doors of ABC are open right now. Our pastor preaches the word in season, out of season, when you want to hear it and when you don't. Amen. Will you come? Those that are watching, all you got to do is we're located 4210 Germantown Avenue. We'll see you next week. Amen. If you don't have a church home, but say it on the screen right now. I would like to come. Amen. And we'll reach out to you right there. Amen. Thirdly and lastly, maybe you're in a backslidden condition. Your, your, your connection, you're now disconnected from God. God loves the backslider. Will you come? Will you rededicate your life to Jesus Christ? Amen. God has indeed made a way. Amen. Amen. Let's worship him. Let's worship him. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, you've made a way. 25 years, God, and counting. 
you made a way, God. When others thought that you weren't going to make it, but God, we thank you. You made a way. You made a way, God. Somebody personally, they didn't think you were going to make it this far, but but God kept you. God made a way. Lord, you make a way, Jesus. You, Lord God, thank you for giving us a pastor and first lady that is not afraid, God, to stand flat-footed on the word. We thank you, God, for making a way out of no way. It's not what we see, God, but it's what you said. Lord God, we love you today. We worship you today. And we say yes to your will, Lord Jesus. Yes to your word and yes to your way. For it is in Jesus' name that we pray with thanksgiving. Let all God's people say amen, amen, amen. We are dismissed. Also, if you have any gifts or anything that you want to give pastor, we have cupcakes, we have everything. We're going to have a, a good time in the Lord, amen. We're going to celebrate and honor, amen. First lady, amen, and pastor, amen. Amen. So we'll do that right on the side, amen. Amen. God bless you and have a smile upon you.